built with wisdom and not just sweat and blood and timber. Here in this house, I've shared in building it, but I didn't lift a finger. And I've seen the gospel spoken through the words my brothers live and in the angels who have come to Hello everybody and welcome to another episode of Here in This House. I'm your host David and um, thank you for coming back to listen and I uh, want to say Happy New Year to everyone. Uh, a new year, a new decade, uh, 2020. Uh, we actually can call the decade something this time instead of wondering what to call it like uh, what did we call it between 2000 and 2010 the preteens I don't know or uh, during the 2010 and 2020 the teens I guess I don't know but it's easier now we can say the 20s we're living in the 20s and so uh, yeah I'm excited for a new year and um, course we're we're going into an election year and it is going to be mr. toad's wild ride I'm, we know already right off the bat so but we're not going to focus solely on that I think we'll be talking quite a bit through the year about um, about what's going on um, in the election because it's, it is going to be front and center but um, you know my my hope and my goal has been um, to uh, to do this podcast mainly I say mainly partly because um just to let out what's inside of me I I listen to this and I I have so much um that I would like to share and I hope it's beneficial to y'all but uh also want to encourage people inform people and equip them to live as um followers of Christ as citizens as um you know as the people of God and um, try and navigate this crazy world um, and make some sense out of it so um, any rate um, give you an update on what's happening with my diagnosis um, if you listen to the last pod- podcast um, I got recently diagnosed with uh, lymphoma and um, just found out this week a little more about it um, the type it is it's a non-Hodgkin's um, and uh, I'm going to find out a lot more. I have an oncologist appointment uh, next week. So uh, I'll keep you up with a, what, how I get through this. Um, my first focus, um, I've got a lot of people sending me a lot of information, good information. My buddy Greg Chow, he's been awesome sending me <clears throat> information on um, you know, how to prepare for chemo, if that's the course I need to take, or just how to... Um, really uh, build your body up to help prevent cancer and other diseases and and so um, been very very good and that's the first thing I've been focusing on is uh, getting my nutrition not just diet but getting the good nutrition getting the nutrients that your body needs and um, so at any rate I'm a lot to study my brain is just overwhelmed in the last couple weeks here between preparing um, for uh, podcast, just looking into uh, the information I want to share with everyone, and also uh, reading up on this cancer, and 
I really have to wait until I see my doctor and find out more specific what's going on and what my treatment will be and it'll be a lot easier to really zone in on that but I um, I just want to uh, share that with you as I go and if it's helpful to anyone um, you can call me or call me you can email me with any questions uh, the email is here in this house podcast at gmail.com and I've also set up the Facebook page um, here in this house and um, on it I have posted um, some things from the last podcast uh, the phone transcript from Trump's uh, conversation with Zulinski and um, that's on there and also the treaty that Clinton had signed in 98 um, that uh, requires the United States to um, follow up on the money that we give to Ukraine specifically the treaty is with Ukraine and um, they're known for corruption even back then so that's up there and I also had posted um, for this week um, I have a uh, there is a video up there it's, it's quite long it's about an hour you can listen to it as you're driving if you, you know, don't have time to sit and watch it um, but um, it's on the subject we're going to be talking about today and and uh, that going into um, the election year I, I just want to work on some of the fundamentals of, of what our country was founded on and um, and this is one that's just I mean, it's been on my mind so I started with it is uh, the separation of church and state and I tell you what I have done a ton of research and I've written it all down and I could rattle on for some time um, and try and give you all this good information but if you can watch the video or at least there's a blog on there as well um, and it's by uh, apologeticspress.org guy by the name of Dave Miller does an excellent excellent job of talking about uh, how all this separation of church and state confusion and it is confusion came up um, it's changed our country uh, for the worst um, it has morphed into something that it was never intended to be and um, it's dangerous right now because um, we've got a whole generation of people who think that it's part of the Constitution part of the First Amendment and it's not um, it was originally uh, Separationist Church of State was um, was put in a letter. Um, the Danbury Baptists had had written a letter to uh, Thomas Jefferson in 1801, and they were concerned that the Congregationalists um, in Connecticut were um, becoming a, a a majority and um, and in government as well, and that they. Their, their concern was that they would be passing laws that would hinder the Baptists from uh, worshiping God in um, the way that they, they, they would choose what they believed was good and right. And so they wrote to Jefferson, they asked you know, about um, the First Amendment and how that would apply to them. Apparently Jefferson, when he was governor of Virginia, had written, um, I think help write some laws um, or get clarification to some of a similar uh, situation there. So um, at any rate, uh, Jefferson's response to the Baptists in, in the letter back to them, and um, I can post I can post those letters onto the Facebook page as well. Um, I will do that. 
but um, they're pretty easy to find if you look up on Google and just search, you know, uh, Danbury Baptist, you'll find it. And um, but in there, he wrote <clears throat> he talking about the situation with the Baptist there, and he and he said there should be a um, wall of separation between church and state. And all he meant was, is hey, uh, yes, the federal government has jurisdiction over the states and that the government was not to step in and tell a church how they should worship. And that really was the, the main focus of it. And so, um, you know, as time went on, uh, the Supreme Court in uh, cases that came down the road, I believe the first one, I'm looking at my notes here, the first uh, one, well, there may have been one earlier, but some of the bigger ones is 1879 Supreme Court um, Reynolds versus United States. Um, and the court wrote, Jefferson's comments may be accepted almost as an authoritative declaration of the scope and effect of the First Amendment. So basically, they tagged <laughs> separation of church and state onto the First Amendment. So that happened in 1879. Then in 1947, there were there were a couple other cases in the 20s, and um, you know if you want more information, just let me know. You can look them up. This all this is is pretty easy to find on a Google search. Um, but um, the uh, Emerson versus Board of Education in 1947 took it a step further, and they um, they said the clause against establishment of religion by law was intended to erect a wall of separation between church and state. And then they take it to the next level. That wall must be kept high and impregnable. We could not approve the slightest breach. I don't know where they got that from. They didn't get it from Jefferson. They didn't get it from any of his writings that I could find anywhere. Um, that is something that the Supreme Court interjected into um, that um, that statement and it, it and, and it became you know uh, a ruling so now uh, it's in effect becomes a law until another ruling comes along and there's another court case that can change it that could always happen but that was really um, a game changer as far as kicking the church basically it's kicking the church out of the public and back into the building um, they didn't want us in the schools because um, the schools were federally funded and, um, and you know, we're, the schools were a government um, establishment. And so um, they kicked us out of the school. They kicked prayer out of the school in 1964. And um, they had something as time went on called a lemon test. And um, that was, uh, let me see what I've written down or what I've, my notes here, that a government action violates the establishment clause of the United States Constitution if it lacks a secular purpose, has its primary effect as promoting or inhibiting religion, or fosters an excessive entanglement of government with religion. So basically, they had this lemon test, and, and, and if in any way government was tied to um, to schools, like uh, 
you know, a kid wearing, I mean, these cases have gone to the courts too, uh, you know, wearing cross on his shirt. Oh, you know what? That's, that's uh, um, a violation of separation of church and state. Um, because, and if, if any organization like a, a charity was getting government money, they basically have to, um, you know, um, divorce themselves of any association with uh, religion uh, as far as, um, and they would have to follow all the federal government's rules. But, so, it's a very dangerous thing that's happened. It, it has really changed our entire culture. If you ask anybody really under 30 these days, um, the answer you'll probably get is um, separation of church and state is part of the Constitution. And it's not. So that's part of why I want to get this out here. I, I could sit here and explain it more um, and not do even remotely as good a job as the, um, the blog does that I posted or the video. Um, they, uh, this Dave um, Miller guy does just a great job of, of uh, laying it out, the history, and, and, and how it has completely gotten skewed from what it was originally uh, intended to do. Um, so, um, yeah, I, I'm going to leave it at that. This will be a short um, podcast this week because I, I really don't want to convolute it anymore. Um, I've been studying this information for several days trying to lay this, this uh, podcast down, and I've really come to the conclusion that just go on there and either read the the blog or listen to the uh, podcast or to the um, the video that's uh, posted on the Facebook page and um, you'll get a lot more good information but my concern is um, that we are losing our heritage you know you've got a lot of people out there uh, I mean even I know Christian leaders that are are saying that you know uh, that our founding fathers were simply deists, that they believed in a God and they didn't believe, you know, they didn't have like a personal relationship with God. They didn't, um, they just simply believed in a supreme being, so to speak. And it's just not true. There's so much more information I'd like to find and, and I can put it on my um, Facebook page, but there's so much more information about who the founding fathers were and just the great lengths they went in establishing our country uh, based on God. I mean, this, this country was um, um, committed to um, God from its very uh, inception, from the time the uh, Puritans, uh, the pilgrims came over and established uh, the colonies. Um, we were a Christian devout Christian nation and um, there's a lot of people that would like to rewrite the history and change that and um, that's what I'm hoping to do even if it's just a little bit at a time and just even a few people um, that um, the truth gets out there um, you know there's a lot of confusion when it comes to uh, those who uh, who support Trump and part of the reason we're supporting Trump is because there has, in my lifetime, 
I don't know of any president that's even remotely as pro, um, well, I don't want to say pro-Christian, but um, has stood up for religious rights, that has stood up for good and moral rights. And people just can't get past his personality. And, um, you know, I don't know, I've heard it said this way, and it's a perfect analogy is like, well, it's like going to a doctor and um, he has really bad bedside manner, but he's a really good doctor and he's gonna do surgery on you. You can go to the really good doctor and not be crazy about his bedside manner, or you get a, a, a real nice doctor, he's, he has great bedside manner and, and, and is real comforting, but he's not a good surgeon. Who are you gonna go to? And that's kind of how it is with Trump. It's not like most, most the Christians or a good percentage of, of evangelicals that voted for him did not vote for him in the primary for the very same reasons that that um, people <laughs> despise him is because yeah he was rough um, but what we have learned is the man keeps his word and um, uh, he has done more for religious rights by far than any other president there there's so much I listen to the radio station um, American Family Radio and you can get, go on the, um, get the app, go on the podcast, listen to all these podcasts from uh, the people that are broadcast on there, and you'll get so much information about what's going on behind the scenes. Uh, the Heritage Foundation, that's another place. Um, this apologeticspress.org um, apologetics I found has great information. Um, you're not going to get that out there. You've got to dig for it. You're not going to find it listening to certainly not CENN or MSNBC or any of the, the networks. It's just not going to happen. So, so I hope this helps. Uh, go to the Facebook page. If you have any problem getting to it, email me here in this house podcast at gmail.com. And, um, you know, I'll tell you what I'm working on um, for my next podcast. And it's really taken me a lot of study. So I hope I can... Uh, put this out there, um, you know, uh, give information and and, um, and communicate it well. Um, I'm reading a book by R.C. Sproul called um, The Holiness of God. And uh, I really believe that that is something that has completely been lost in the church um, and certainly in the culture. But it is the foundation for understanding our salvation in Christ. Uh, we have to understand who God is um, and, and our position before Him. And um, so, at any rate, if you get a chance, get that book. That's what I'm, I'm reading up and I'm hoping next week I can get another podcast out and um, start sharing on that. It's so rich, so foundational. Um, it'll change your life. I, I really believe that. So at any rate, um, hope to see you next time. Thanks for listening. And, um, I will have a song at the end of the podcast. I don't even know what it is yet, but, um, just hang on and listen and God bless you and take care.
Just uh, let me, allow me to make this disclaimer, everybody. I'm barely ready to do this, but let's keep doing it. So don't all get right. mad at me. Hey, man. <laughs> That's the way we all one, feel. Two, one, two, three. children we have gathered here to hear the sacred story and i'm glad to bring it to you with my best rhyming and rhythm because i know the thirsty listen and down to the waters come and the holy king of israel loves me here in america songs I hope you hear the water falling hope you feel the oceans crashing on the coast of North New England I wish I could be there just to see them two summers past I was and the holy king of Israel loves me here in America if I were a painter I do not know which I'd paint the calling of the ancient stars Resembling of the saints And there's so much beauty around us For just two eyes to see But everywhere I go I'm looking I once went to Appalachia For my father he was born there And I saw the mountains waking With the innocence of children And my soul is still there with them Wrapped in the songs they brought And the holy king of Israel loves me here in America And I've seen by the highways on a million exit ramps There's two-legged memorials to the laws of happenstance Waiting for four-wheeled messiahs to take them home again But I'm home anywhere where I am And if you listen to my songs I hope you hear the water falling Hope you feel the oceans crashing On the coast of North New England Wish that I could be there just to see Two summers past I was And the Holy King of Israel loves me here 